Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. Yes, we're back. Uh, we took a, a week off because, I don't know why, but we did. And here we are. Uh, my name is Dave. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're having a wonderful summer. Uh, if you're in school and you're now out of school. If you're in summer school, well, you should have tried harder. Um, but it happens. And, you know, hey, that's okay. Maybe you're trying to get credits ahead and you want to finish school early because that's fun. Or maybe you're just going to drop out of school, become a YouTube celebrity, and and everybody will hate you. Or just be envious of you. Just don't be a dick. That'll, that's that's what I say. Don't be a dick. Uh, joining me today is Kyle. Hello, everyone. Movie maker Kyle, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and also Johnny, movie seer. Hi. Uh, yes, Kyle... Took the weekend off last weekend to be a sound boom technician. Indeed. And um, funny story, now that it is out on the YouTubes. <laughs> that um, is funny. It, it is actually pretty funny, no, what kidding. we did. Go ahead. Sorry. Did you see it, Dave? Not yet. Well, okay. I saw you posted a better, um, a better link or something like that recently. Yeah, uh, so I guess two stories before we get into this. Uh, the first upload of that video, the sound was terrible, and that was not my fault. Um, it had something to do with the YouTube <laughs> upload. Okay. Um, but the sound in the film, my boom, uh, didn't really pick it up. Oh, okay. So, but we had two extra mics on on location that picked everything else up, so we were still saved. Sure, you always got to back it up. Yeah, and it it the sound actually worked out pretty well having the um, uh, mini zoom on there. Cool. So now I know. Now I know how to use your uh, recorder now, Dave. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to screw things up. Cool. That's always helpful. Uh, I'm really glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah. And go check it out. Uh, I'm sure he's tweeted in, it. Yep. Uh, his movie's called In the Weeds by Credenza Films. And your Twitter is? At... Uh, Kyle Krause 89. I'm sure he's tweeted it out there too, so that's why I said I only tweeted uh, yeah, I've only tweeted it once. Well. That's that's enough, but I'm sure mm -hmm. you'll tweet it more as you should. Yeah. Um so I did take some notes for last week, but they, we can cover it this week, just some things to talk about. Um I'm not gonna get into detail of movies that I saw because I know Johnny's behind I'm sorry, not Johnny, but Kyle's behind on seeing some flicks. So I won't go spoiler heavy, but if you've seen it, Johnny or Kyle, you can chime in with your review. Thank Will you. do. Um, let's see here. Brightburn. Haven't seen it yet. Want to see it. Uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it that much. I mean, I love Elizabeth Banks, but uh, as far as that goes, it just seems like a Elseworlds Superman story. But it was pretty good, and it actually connected into uh, James Gunn's super universe. Oh, really? At the end, yeah. It was kind of a cool little Easter egg. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. They. I like Super a lot. Yeah, it was a good movie. I need to watch Super. With Rain, Everyone's Rain talking Wilson about it. and uh, isn't Ellen Page in there? Ellen Page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a loose connection. I don't think they're building a universe, but it's just a little Easter egg. So. Oh, okay. Um, I'm surprised you haven't seen Super yet. Yeah, I know. I just I just have not gotten around to it, and I believe it's on. Where have I seen it? I was gonna watch it. I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. It's one of the streaming services. I think I'll I... take it. Shut take up, it. crime. 
It's a good movie. It's a, it's and I like a, Rain Wilson. Very different. Great yeah. ending. Yeah. Great oh, ending. Yeah. I, I yeah. choke up every time I, I watch that ending, too. Yeah. Came out at a good time, but kind of was unrecognized, I think. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, Godzilla. It's the next one I'm going to see. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. I want to, though. I really want to see it in theaters before it's gone because I want to see it on the big screen. Yeah, me too. All right, all right. Oh, uh, I didn't... I mean... How can I put this? I liked the performances, but I thought there was too much I, of humans. Um, I wanted to go see a big monster fight movie, and I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't get that. Uh, as much as I thought it would be, I guess. I'm not going to say it was a terrible movie. It wasn't a terrible movie. Um, but I was hoping for more monster fighting. That's okay. All. That's all. That's all. It looked well, great. The, the, the fact that you're, the fact that you're not like foaming at the mouth about the human performances is a good sign because that was my biggest complaint of Godzilla 2014. Sure. Was the human stuff just wasn't interesting. Right. Right. This is like, they get political. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> like, uh, about the, this isn't a spoiler, but should we be killing these monsters or protecting them? And it's like, oh boy, here we go. No. Uh, uh, I feel like that's relevant though. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, I just kind of rolled my eyes. But you got Coach Taylor and Eleven in the same movie, and I'm like, I'm in. You know, that, that that's good casting. Mm. And, and then, um, oh, Vera Farmiga, that's yep, where I want to go. That too, yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, the Asian man. Um, what is, his name? <laughs> what is his name? I keep wanting to say Benedict. I keep wanting to say Benedict Wong, but it's not. Um, the Asian man. Wow. I don't. I don't think that's racist. Ken Watanabe. Ken. Yes. Ken, yes. Ken Watanabe. Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Sorry. It's racist that you can't say it. Right. We got there. We got there, guys. <laughs> uh, and Tom Middleditch is in it too. He was awesome. Um, Who is Thomas Middleditch? He's a comedian. He's from Silicon oh, Valley. Main okay. actor from Silicon Valley. Okay, the guy from the Verizon commercials. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I- I'm not a huge Godzilla fan to begin with. I just kind of went and saw it because, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, uh, I have a movie pass like uh, subscription thing. Um, so I <laughs> said, uh, after a wedding dry- road trip, I had got back to town a little early, and I'm like, yeah, I'll check out a flick real quick. And uh, I was able to see it, so... I, I like the memes coming from it, like when Godzilla's standing in the middle of the ocean and there's no way he could be standing. Um, he's just shooting just this beam into the sky. But how is he standing? <laughs> like, it's, it's just it's funny. I thought, it, I was thinking it too, because the sub's right next to it. I'm like, wait, wait, we were just in the deep parts of the ocean, and now he's standing. All right, whatever. <laughs> that happened in Pacific Rim, too. <laughs> there were parts where they were standing in the ocean. And granted, they were, I mean, they were uh, several miles out from the city, yeah. But still, the robots were like standing too high out of the water for it to be <laughs> believable that they that there was a patch of dry land. But Godzilla's considerably taller than the Pacific Rim robots. Sure, sure. Yeah, they uh they did like this little scientific meme of how it could have happened. It's like he's standing on miles and miles of garbage underneath the water. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I, like talking about getting one political. Patch of garbage. And then there's one that says he's got a forklift on the bottom of the ocean that's lifting him up. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty good meme. I bet there's an explanation for it. Like I bet when the movie comes out on Blu-ray, they'll it'll be addressed or it'll be talked about or or some producer or something has gone on Twitter and been like, "This is the reason why." Because mm-hmm. I feel like they don't just do those things not thinking about it. They they the scientifics of Godzilla were pretty important in the first movie. So I feel like 
I feel like there's an answer to it. There's maybe. a reason. Maybe. Well, maybe. they also, I mean, uh, speaking of like stuff coming out on Blu-ray, uh, they like one of the producers or the director did say like there's a uh, like four or five deleted scenes that are going to be on the Blu-ray that enhance the movie, I guess. All human stuff, I assume. Um, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. Not much to do with the monsters or the kaiju or whatever. Hmm. The, the, well, I definitely want to see it. I'll see it this week for sure. The, the disappointing part is announcing some of these movies ahead of time because we already knew Godzilla vs. Kong was coming. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no stakes, really, for Godzilla in this movie. Like, at no point did I think, oh, yeah, he's dead. No. I mean, we got another movie coming. Well, yeah, but would you ever think that of any Godzilla movie? Uh, maybe the Matthew Broderick one. <laughs> oh, that's right, because Godzilla did die. He in that did. One. All right, there yeah. were baby Godzilla. That's right. That's, well, that one doesn't count, because that's not even Godzilla. Right. No. That's yeah. a giant yeah. lizard. Yeah, that's Gojira. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, so don't even get me started. That's my favorite part of that movie is when the guy's saying, Godzilla. <laughs> right. Just and then it's over. To, to, what is it? Harry Shearer? Yeah. And he goes, Godzilla. Yeah. Right. It's so obviously different. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some funny parts of that movie. They had some good actors, but yeah, that's awful. Uh, that's a lot of fish. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Great observation. Uh. What, what's his name? Something Tatopolis? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> some Greek Topolis. name. Yeah, uh, maybe the best. I own that movie. I haven't watched it in a while. I know it's bad. Oh, that's why sh- I like it. For shame. For the shame. only reason to see it is John Reno and 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 the awesome Puff Daddy song that came from it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, my hat is like a Godzilla fin. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> close, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> he spits hot fire. <laughs> just like godzilla but not in that movie that's right that's oh. right um oh, wait did he did he have fire breath i don't think yes so. and he and did he had he? A, he had the atomic breath he did and... yeah but was it blue i feel like it was just it fire was blue oh wait no i, I think it might it might have been fire i think it was when they were in the tunnel and then godzilla breathed fire oh because it lit I up could be i wrong. think that's i think it lit up the room for them so they, yeah, could, yeah, they yeah. could see it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when they're like sneaking around. Well, either way, it's terrible. Yeah, don't watch it to, to answer this question if you don't know it off the top of your head. Don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm watching this scene, and... You're real, it, you're real dumb, Kyle. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I wanted to know. And so the taxi comes into play. Zilla starts breathing, and then it's like gas. It's like a, it's like a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. I guess effect. Zilla, huh? So, you're on okay. A, you're on a so real, it's just fire. You're on a real Green casual fire. name basis with this guy. Um, because that's, that's what they call it. That's what they call him. I know, and that's I what know. they call him in uh, Godzilla: Final Wars. Yeah, I didn't. Um, watch, I didn't watch that. Uh, all right, let's move on. Okay, so yeah, my movie pass update. Kyle knows I have this regular, mm-hmm. this regular chronicling of my movie pass experiences. Um, so it used to be awesome when it was one movie a month. You can go whenever you wanted. Uh, you can you couldn't uh, pre-purchase movies, so you couldn't you know buy a movie a, f- a few days or her- earlier, excuse me, um, you know to to secure a seat on opening night of Ant Man or you know a, a, a big Marvel movie or a big blockbuster on opening night. You had to just show up and hope you can get a ticket. <clears throat> but still, it was great because I could go at any time. Like I I would work all day, come here, do some podcasts, go see like a ten o'clock showing at the theater, and then there'd be nobody there. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, and then they started regulating it because they were losing tons and tons of money 
Um, and so then they dropped it to even if you paid for the whole year, which was like seventy five bucks for unlimited movies once a day. Um, I shouldn't say unlimited movie, but you could see a movie every day for the month, um, every month. Um, so they were just bleeding money. And so they cut you down to three movies a week, which still is a deal. But at the same time, that's not what I paid for. I should get my money back. Um, and I didn't, but I canceled it because you could never go to a movie. It always said there was no showings and that's how they would restrict who got tickets because they would just cut off movies saying, Oh, it's prime movie hour. We're not allowed to sell tickets at this time. Because of the the movie theaters won't allow it, and which is BS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I canceled, and then recently they brought back the uncapped monthly plan, and I said, "All right, I'll give it a go again, but this time I'll do it monthly. I'm not buying a whole year this time." And it worked for two weeks, and then it did the same exact thing again, where it would just keep saying, "No showings available." Like this morning, I was gonna go see the the dead, don't stay dead, or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, the Bill Murray movie, and um, mm-hmm. there was a showing at like two o'clock that I was gonna go to, so I was gonna go to the theater after church and go grab a ticket. And at eleven thirty, it said no more showings at this theater or any theater that I clicked on, so they had turned it off, you know. Um, but that prompted me to talk to a friend of mine who has the AMC movie stubs thing, and we have the worst AMC theater probably <laughs> in the country in our area here. In the mall, there's no reclining seats. It's it's a dump. But the IMAX is nice. It's a nice big screen. Um, they got a couple of them. So uh, I was gifted an AMC pass for the month. And so far, dude, I get three movies a week, which is fine. Three movies in a week is great. Um, there's only been once when I've seen all three movies. And you can do advanced tickets. So the way that works is you get three reservations a week. And then you also, on top of that, get three future reservations. So you can have a total of six reservations as long as they're not in the same week. And I could get, like, last week, I reserved my Toy Story 4 ticket for this week. And it didn't count, oh. toward, it didn't count towards my three tickets for last week, which is nice. So now it's, That is nice. So now it's counting towards my tickets this week, which is fine. And then I get all three of my reserved tickets back. So I can, you know, when a new movie comes, like, when Spider-Man comes available, which it is, but I already bought a ticket for it, so I'm not going to do it again. But I could get a Spider-Man ticket now. Um, and what's cool is on these opening nights, AMC has like, it's a promotional thing. So when I saw X-Men Dark Phoenix on opening night, I got a little X-Men keychain, which whatever, I'm not going to put it on my keys, but it's cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's a little gold X. And then on Men in Black International night, I got Men in Black glasses. So yeah, I nice. mean, it's just a little added bonus, but, and then you get points, you know, to use when you buy food, you get discounts, you get to upgrade your drink and popcorn to a large for free. So it's the price of a regular soda or whatever, but um, so that's that's my review, I guess. Movie Pass, <laughs> thumbs down. Uh, AMC Movie Stubs, I think it's called. Um, thumbs up. Three movies a week. It's pretty great so far. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Well, that's pretty good. I, I wish I had an AMC near me. Yeah, I wish I had a better one. <laughs> I have, yeah, I wish. I wish. Yeah, I wish that one was a closer and b better. Yeah, there's one in Johnson Creek, uh, if you live in Wisconsin, uh, that matters, I guess. But it's that's like mm-hmm. a 30-minute drive away, and um, and it's just not worth it. It's the no. same, same movies, and I think it's the same kind of theater. I don't think it's a reclining seat theater or any of that good stuff. All right, uh, so that there, that's I, I know I wanted to, Kyle, I wanted to update Kyle on all that stuff. So 
that's why I, I did that on the air. What great podcasting. Um, well, I'm glad you. I was here because I learned something. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you you have plans to move, maybe maybe you could do that when you move. Yeah, well, if, you, sure if you're going, yeah. if you're going down to Texas, Johnny, you got the Alamo Draft House stuff down there. Um, okay. So, and those are those are pretty good from what All I've right. heard. Cool. I really like our Marcus here. Yeah, Marcus. That, is, yeah, Marcus is, is a like a midwestern one. Yeah, and I, you know what my favorite part about going to Marcus Theater is, um, and I'm always sad when I go to a different one, like when I go see a movie with my brother um up north then mm. we go to an amc but i love it the marcus theaters you get greg marcus and he comes out with his little video and he tells you about how great the movie <laughs> oh, a wonderful time kyle hates and, kyle hates well, mr marcus <laughs> I, and i don't understand it i, I know you've said that before and you're wrong but i don't understand why you feel I just that way. Greg Marcus movie. is so cheesy i love it he's, which is why yeah. i don't like him he's just an old man who can't act Thanks, leave him alone face, he's like why don't you just want to have some popcorn when you watch a movie? And I'm like, yes, I do, Greg Marcus. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. His newest one is he's wearing a tux for opening night of a movie because because they come out on Thursday nights. And then his wife comes in. Oh, yeah, I saw that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's oh, awesome. He's like, are you ready for the movie? And she's like, I think so. Don't you think you're a little overdressed? And he's like, I'm just I'm just surprised I still fit in my wedding tux. And she goes, yeah, me too. <laughs> Knowing wink to the audience, and then they're like, "Okay, enjoy the movie." Uh, <laughs> so, there was one of those like uh, with Greg Marcus and, and like um, where they were like reciting uh, movie lines, movie quotes, mm-hmm. and then the one woman goes, "I am Wonder Woman." Yeah, and nowhere in that movie does she say that. So why? Correct. <laughs> why? But everything else is. Why? Why does it matter to you? <laughs> it matters to me, sir. You know. You know what? I Constant know what, what you're talking matters. about because there was also the guy that says, "I am an Eagle Montoya." Right. He killed my father, and I know him. But it's not "I am an Eagle Montoya." It's my name. My is name Inigo is yeah. Montoya. And I know that guy. He served me once at one of those theaters. <laughs> really? Yeah. We had a whole conversation. Were you there, oh. Kyle? Uh, was that you? No, that might have been at the Bistro. Yeah, it was at the Bistroplex. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know who was with me, but yeah, we had a whole conversation with that dude. <laughs> but I get it, Kyle. I get it. I still like those little shorts. And every time I see a movie with with uh, my brother or my daughter at the movie theater, I nudge him in the in, on the arm and like, ah, it's Greg Marcus. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I do it too. Whenever I'm with Kyle in a movie theater, uh, I <laughs> it's your buddy. It's your buddy. I love it. Uh, that's great. Uh, okay, back to my notes. So we had two movie anniversaries over the last week. Ghostbusters celebrated its 35th. And Gremlins, I believe, uh, also was, I think, the 30th. I think Ghostbusters 2 is the 30th anniversary, this, like, today. Well, there you go. It's it's a Ghostbusters mm. season. Uh, Do you guys care about movie anniversaries? Uh, it's, it's fun to know, but, I mean... Yeah. I mean, like, for uh, like for Batman 89, I... I enjoy it, and for, like, Ghostbusters and Star Wars. So, yes, I do matter. I do. It does matter mm. to me, Johnny. Huh. I guess okay. for me, it's it's only cool because a lot of times the, the Marcus theaters or some theaters will bring it back to the movie theater and you can see it on the big screen. That's all. Yeah, that part's cool. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Because uh, I know when Ghostbusters, the, the first one, turned 30, I got to go see it in theaters and I was really happy about that. Because mm. I've never, because again, not too young for it to see it when it came out. So uh, I don't think you were born. Exactly. It was. So that's way too Five young. Five years before. 
I don't know if too young applies to that word or that sentence. <laughs> if you're not born yet. Um, I, I don't get why you like life. something dumb like a 30th anniversary of a movie, but don't like something dumb like Greg Marcus coming on screen <laughs> and telling you that you're going to have a great time at the movie theater. Well, Because they're both dumb. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. no. <laughs> One's better than the other. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, all right. I know you guys talked about it with Jenny, but I got to watch the Deadwood movie and the yeah. new season of Black Mirror. Now, did you guys talk about the new season of Black Mirror, or did you just talk about that it was coming out? We just said it was coming out. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch it? I have not watched any of it yet. I haven't seen any of it, so no. Okay. Uh, there's... I'm less interested in seeing this season for some reason. Like, it came out, and I've seen it, but I started Jessica Jones before I started Black Mirror, and I don't know which one came out first, but between Jessica, the two. Jessica Jones just, like, came yeah. out on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, I, I chose Jessica Jones to start watching over Black Mirror. I haven't even watched Punisher yet, so I'm I'm not even in any oh, kind I of... Don't I haven't even finished season two of Punisher, but I... I don't understand it. It's so good! Yeah, I wasn't that blown away by the first season. Yeah, um, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm not really in a mode to start shows right now. I'm I'm really heavy into waiting for Stranger Things three, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Well, but you need, but you would watch something before. <laughs> so what does that mean? I'm I'm, wait, I'm rewatching. I mean, you don't watch anything till? No, no, no. I'm rewatching other stuff. I'm not going into a new season of something. I'm just rewatching. Oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, except, except for I did watch the first episode of Swamp Thing. I haven't watched the last two yet. I haven't I, watched any of it yet. Yeah, me neither. Um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I was uh, I I suddenly became quite disinterested in watching it when I found out that it was already canceled. <laughs> Which I think the report says it has nothing to do with the quality of the show, but more of the uh, the to- right. the tone they want these shows to be and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I yeah I, I heard I think there have been a lot of mixed things. Sometimes it's tax cuts, sometimes yeah. it's budget, sometimes it's it's tone. But tone shouldn't play a factor. Like there there shouldn't be a set tone for these series. The tone should be set by the material. Mm-hmm. So from the first from what th- I understand, the Swamp Thing first episode got mm-hmm. really good reviews, and a lot of people who are very familiar with Swamp Thing that have seen it have said, "Yeah, that's Swamp Thing. That's good. Good job. You did it." Yeah, it was it was a good first episode. I mean, they don't throw you right into here Swamp Thing. It happens at the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, but you know it's it's an origin, so they want to mm-hmm. show you how it happens and yeah. and the creature itself, Swamp Thing, looks looks incredible. Um, oh, he looks great. He's so, uh, I know he's practical, so that's uh, really good too. Definitely um, in his favor. And you could you could really feel like uh, a better, less comical version of Constantine that we get in Legends would fit right in with this world, but. That's too bad we don't have that one anymore. That was a shot. Shot fired. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> I hear it. <laughs> um, I well, wouldn't mind that Matt Ryan Constantine being on being yeah. in any of the, the DC He's... shows. I like his Constantine. So, Dave, are you saying like you would prefer the Keanu Reeves Constantine? Hell no. Hell no. That's <laughs> well, not, you got two choices, sir. That's not even Constantine. <laughs> I think he's saying that, that Matt Ryan's Constantine from his own show was less comical than the one from Legends of Tomorrow. I think, yes, yes. I think that, I, I think the NBC Constantine that Matt Ryan did was a little more accurate um, mm-hmm. to the the personality that I like about Constantine. Mm-hmm. And then the one they kind of, you know, made him a little more jokey and to fit in with the with that show. Okay. 
which is fu- whatever. I mean, that's what they do on that show. Yeah. <clears throat> it's that that shows far more lighthearted than Constantine was. Right, right. So it's, yeah, it's it not sense. They changed him a bit to fit. But I think instead of really changing him, they just changed how people react to him. Yeah. So instead of people getting offended and stuff, they play it off as jokes or, mm-hmm. you know, like like what he said. Ah, oh, that's just Constantine. You know him. Right, right. Agreed. I would agree. Uh, I did finish Doom Patrol. Did I ever say that? I don't know if you finished it the last time we talked. Okay. Well, so. I finished it, and it was awesome. Yes. The no, I think we actually did talk was about fantastic. it. I think we did talk about it with Jenny. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I do then I'll reiterate again. The season finale <laughs> of Doom Patrol was fantastic. There you go. All right. And the Deadwood movie is awesome. And when I was listening back to your guys' show with her talking about Deadwood, uh, you absolutely have to watch Deadwood. It is amazing. It's... Well, guess what, Dave? Oh, yeah. I did watch it. All three seasons and the movie. There you go. What'd you think? Since we recorded that. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Really? Hands down. Awesome. Deadwood, the show, is amazing. Yeah. And the movie was great. A, a nice. And scene. I'm now in that camp of i'm so sad that deadwood's gone because (laughs) i want more yeah it was a very very sad ending there uh they kind of wrapped everything up for you um you had you had a moment of victory and then oh that's over yep yep Yep. Um, i'll say this and jenny jenny mentioned this uh when i called her i I was halfway through season two when i called her and i was like jenny you were right this show's awesome (laughs) and then uh she asked me who my favorite character was and i said doc cochran doc is, Uh is the best he is the best. And she told me at the time, now I was halfway through season two. She told me at the time, well, I don't I don't want to bum you out, but season three, he's not used very much. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I'll still like him, though. Uh, and I did, but yeah, it's super underused in season three. Yeah, they started introducing a couple of new characters that they serviced instead. Yeah, they focused a lot more on, on Hearst and his, um, his henchmen and... And his henchmen, yeah. And and Al even got a lot more screen time in season three than he did in season one and two. Um, <clears throat> he, he just, he's a great character. So they gave My, him way more, way more screen time and way more to do in season three than he had in seasons one and two, I think. Yeah. My favorite episode is, I believe it's the first episode of season two, maybe season three. I think it's season two when they, when him and, uh, when Oliphant's, uh, when Bullock and, and uh, Swearingen fight. Yeah, that was the first episode of season two. Season two, when his family shows up right at the end of yep. the fight. It's fantastic. Yep. And that's when he gets the cuts and scars on his face. Yeah, yeah. And those last throughout the whole show. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and he does some pretty permanent damage to Swearingen, too. Yeah, yeah, he sure does. <clears throat> While falling sure, it took it. Yeah, but then also Swearingen got those kidney stones. Yeah, right. And I, I, that's that's one of the things I really like about the show is that things like that are far more serious back then than mm-hmm. they are now. So when, so when something like that happens, I kept thinking, what's he got? What's going on? And then I realized kidney stones. I'm like, but that's so easy to deal with now. Before the doctor. <laughs> right. I can either put this big rod through your penis or you can pass them naturally. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, and then surgery is such a big deal, too. So the doc was so afraid to cut open Al. Yeah. Uh, what about but, uh, uh, a Bullock's son? That whole storyline. Oh yeah, that got to me. Oh man, that got to me. That was brutal. Surprised me. Yeah, yeah, that does come out um, of nowhere. Yeah, but uh, but my my favorite episode is the last episode of season one. When and spoilers for Deadwood, <clears throat> um, when uh, the priest. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Reverend Smith. 
is like he's just gone at this point. And Doc wants Al to hold on to him at the saloon in order to let him pass peacefully on his own at some point. And then they have those two scenes back to back of Doc like crying out to God saying, why did you do this? And then also having those flashbacks of the Civil War yeah. and the things he's seen. And he's just so broken and desperate. And then Al... Al uh, um, suffocating right. the Reverend because he's also let him go. The Reverend, uh, the the Doc is also praying for a merciful end to his suffering, yep. and then yeah, and then Al answers that that prayer. Yeah, like I thought, oh that that was good. That was the, really really the Doc's good. acting like with the with the civil it was the Civil War. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that acting yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't even recognize it until I looked the show up on Wikipedia and looked at the cast. That's Brad Dorf. That's mm-hmm. that's fucking Chucky. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. He was so good yeah. in that role. So so many actors on that show have gone on to either Supernatural, Justified, or Sons of Anarchy, or all three. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. They're all over the place. I think even Lost. There's a few Lost characters in there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good show. Definitely needs to be on your list there, Kyle. All right. I liked it a lot. And boy, I cried a couple times. Throughout that season one, it didn't get as emotional for me in seasons two and three, but in season one, all the Reverend Smith stuff was breaking my heart because he's just such a good person mm-hmm. and, and seeing him suffer the way he did. And that there's that great scene of him walking into the hardware store and talking to Bullock and and uh, Star. And he's like, I don't recognize you guys. And I feel like, you know, I feel like what I've got, I've got this affliction and you look like demons to me. And and that scares me and I'm frightened. And then they reassure him saying, we're your friends. And they walk like, him back. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, can, may, may we walk you back to your tent, sir? And then he gets this big smile and he goes, an evening, an evening stroll with friends. <laughs> I would so enjoy that. Yeah. And oh, fuck you crying. <laughs> oh, and then the, got me. then the comedy of it all with the, 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 the newspaper man and his camera and all that. And the, the yep. yeah, Merrick, Merrick, the yeah. newspaper guy and the yeah. Russian dude, Blazanov. <laughs> yeah, Blazanov. Yeah. The uh, um, telegraph. Uh, the, the, telegraph. Yeah. The telegraph operator. Uh, yeah. Uh, I loved the resistance to the phone lines in the, the movie. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mayor just yelling into it <laughs> like it's a person. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, uh, the mayor is a riot. Yeah. EB. EB is funny. Yeah. Uh, and Hearst, man, do you hate that man. Oh, oh, he's a monster. They do a really good job of making sure he's just a super villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I really like Trixie, and I really like Jewel. Yeah, oh, how sure. Al kept calling her the Gimp. Yeah. Um, God, this show's so good. I didn't like what's her face, um, Alma, who was oh. first Garrett and then Ellsworth. Ellsworth, yeah. I didn't really like her at all in mm. any of the seasons. Not, not. I mean, the portrayal <clears throat> was good. Like the actor, the actress did a great job, but the character, I just like did not like her at all. Yeah, she makes. I mean, she's she's a drug addict to begin with, and then mm-hmm. she's not a really good mother when she takes care of. Um, I forgot her name, but when she takes care of the the child, like she's uh, Sophia. Sophia, yeah, she doesn't do a very good job with that at first, but then as we see in the movie, she grows into it for sure. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I think even by the third season, she yeah. was all this is my child, and <clears throat> I'll do anything to keep her safe, and yada yada. With um, with the help of Ellsworth, I think that with was the help of Ellsworth. Oh, yeah. Ellsworth! Whew! Yeah, that was. 
sets up a lot of a lot of what happens for the rest of that season and uh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, all right. So well, anyway, great show. Yes, yes. We Sorry, s- we spoiled some of it, but if you haven't seen it, go 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 watch it. It's not a very long series. You can burn through it real fast. Thirty-six right. episodes. Yeah. Twelve episodes a season. There you go. I think they had just had a deal for it on uh, iTunes if you wanted to buy it. If you don't have HBO Go, so well, I've got HBO. So, all right, as do I now. Oh, oh very good. Oh. I just rewatched the Slenderman documentary on HBO. Mm. Oh, because I didn't realize that these kids' plan was to walk from Waukesha to Nicolay State Park, and that's like a four-hour drive, and they were gonna <laughs> walk there after they murdered mm-hmm. their friend. Yeah, they are not in the right minds. No. Um, <clears throat> all right, two other movies I saw, which I don't think either of you have seen yet. I could be wrong, though. Um, I did see Men in Black International this week. Um, I really enjoyed it as far as, like, a new chapter for Men in Black. I don't know if they're going to do more of them or not. They could, obviously. But, um, I think Kamel Nanjiani's character stole the movie. It's fantastic. Uh, he plays an alien called Pawnee. And, uh, mm-hmm. Hemsworth and... And Tessa Thompson are, you know, they're, they're really good on screen. They got great chemistry, so it uh, worked out very well. And the story's good, too. So not a lot of throwback. Well, there's a couple throwbacks to the, the original trilogy. Um, and there's one picture, like a painting of Will Smith and um, Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones fighting the, the bug monster from the first movie. That's another just, movie, oh. another sequel movie that has Will Smith in it as a painting. Oh, because Independence Day. <laughs> Independence yeah, Day he had his it. picture up on the wall. That's right. Um, but yeah, they they explain it as these are the two times Men in Black saved the galaxy or something in the recent history. So that's why these po- these paintings are up. Oh, okay. Kind, All right. Kind that's of cool that way. So um, I I haven't seen it. I will see it, but I'm not super psyched to see it. Like it's low sure. on the list. Yeah, I wasn't. If I if I miss it in theaters, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, I wasn't too. You know, it's Men in Black. I love Men in Black. You know, but I'm a huge Will Smith fan, so it's it's different without him. Mm-hmm. Um, like Independence Day two was. T- <laughs> um, but at the same Speaking time, of Will Smith, I finally did see Aladdin. Oh, I yeah. think I think you talked about it with uh, those guys, but yes, please. Did I? Uh, no. I, heard, I heard you talk about it somewhere. Maybe I was on Twitter or Facebook. I don't think I did. No, because I just saw it this last Sunday, and okay. we recorded it a while ago. Maybe it was on social media um, then. Or a week ago. I saw it a week ago. A week ago today, because today's Sunday that we're recording. Um, yes, happy so Father's Day. I did report it on Twitter. I gave my official review of it, which was... I liked what I what I liked. I liked a lot. What I didn't like, I really didn't like. Um, so it's a it's a fine movie. It's okay. Will Smith was fantastic. I loved his genie. I figured he was going to be fantastic, and he was, and I'm so happy about that. I thought Aladdin was fine. I liked Jasmine a lot, and I liked the I liked that she had like more of a story rather than just I don't want to get married to to I don't want to be forced into a marriage thing. There was like a whole I want to be Sultan storyline. Like I feel like I deserve that. And just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I can't rule. And I liked how that went about. I liked her song, but it felt very out of place when compared to the rest of the songs in the movie. Like, yeah, it did seem a little weird. Like you could tell, obviously, if you've seen the original, then, you know, all these songs are kind of remakes of those original songs from the movie. And they all felt like remakes from the original. So they felt like they were from a 1982 or or, sorry, 1992 era. But this song felt like it was written by the dudes who wrote all the songs in Frozen. 
<laughs> so it feels like a new age song. Sure. Whereas these other songs felt very, uh, you know, of the time the original like came a out. Modern, a modern hit. Right. But I did like her song. Mm-hmm. Uh, disappointments? All right. Two big disappointments and then my biggest disappointment. Jafar and Iago, one and two. Boy, did they suck hardcore in this movie. They were awful. I was very upset. Jafar is my favorite Disney villain, and he was done dirty. He was a little bitch boy. They were kind of relegated to like really bit parts, too. Like It didn't seem like they were really important in the movie that much. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He's like he's one of Disney's most iconic villains, too. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that they'd be like, we really got to bring it with Jafar. But they were more like, Jafar is just the antagonist, and we'll deal with it. You know, they gave him this story of, oh, I used to be a thief, and I have dreams of riches and being in charge. So, like, they tried to give him a reason for being power-hungry, but Jafar doesn't need a reason for being power-hungry. He's just power-hungry. That's it. So, if you want to expand on that, give him more devious schemes than tricking people into the, you know, than just rehashing the tricks he he, he had in the first movie, or in the original. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he didn't sing, which made me sad because that's one of my favorite parts of the original is when is when he says he's like, uh, so Ali turns out to be merely a legend. <laughs> that's my favorite part from him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't sing at all. That whole third act was. Boom. I, I think I did. Did I tell you that he doesn't sing? Because I know you I think you asked me. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't know beforehand. What I did ask you, and this is my biggest disappointment, what I did ask you was how was Carpet? And you said Carpet was great, and Carpet was done dirty also. Carpet had, like, zero character. There were a couple bits when he acted like a character, like when Will Smith is, he's like, Carpet, he told me to witch myself free, and then Carpet stands up and laughs. But throughout the rest of the movie, he's just a piece of furniture. And it was super disappointing. There was no character to him at all above that giggle so i was super sad about that because carpet is my favorite disney character of all time so you lied to me dave you I, lied to me. I gave you my opinion right and it was wrong wait it makes me sad wait they can't be wrong their opinion it can be it can be and it is because <laughs> <laughs> because carpet was not I don't know. I don't. He just he wasn't anything like the original, and it wasn't like they introduced some sort something new to him. He was just a piece of furniture. They rode on him. He he had a little laugh. He and Abu got along for some reason. Whereas in the original, they like he liked Abu, but Abu didn't like him. I don't know. They hugged. Ah. <laughs> and Abu was into it too. Abu was like, "Oh, I'm so happy you're alive, Carpet." Oh, come on. So, uh, so yeah, Carpet was my biggest disappointment in the film. But overall, it's fine. And I uh, really, really, really enjoyed the Fred Like Me and Prince Ali songs. All right. There we go. <laughs> uh, and then I saw Dark Phoenix. And I also saw Dark Phoenix. Did you? I did. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I was breaking. Because <laughs> I'm about to tell you that you said that you liked it, and I'm about to tell you, Dave, that you're wrong again. Because that's a bad movie. I don't. I disagree. I don't think it's that bad at all. I know you do. I know you do. But you like everything, and that's okay. I don't. I don't like everything. No, um, you like a lot of things. He didn't like Godzilla. Most of it. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, I thought. It was, yep. I thought Godzilla was disappointing. Um. Hmm. 
uh, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, obviously, it's not the Phoenix Saga, but they were never going to get that with one movie. Um, that's like a trilogy in itself. And uh, I really enjoyed their Jean Grey. Uh, Sophia, uh, Sophie Turner does a great job, I think, as Jean Grey. Um, I think they spent way too much time on a race of aliens that don't matter to that story. Um, mm-hmm. That are not as important to the story as, say, I don't know, the Shi'ar Empire. Um, yeah, I thought it was supposed to be like a more personal story. Right. But then it's not a more personal story when you introduce throwaway antagonists. Right. That do nothing to enhance or change the development. Yeah, they really didn't. I mean, they seemed pretty easy to get rid of too. Um, just come together, as, come together as a yep. team. <laughs> and um, well, and well, some of them do. Right. And then one of them, for some reason, is the most powerful. Yeah, I guess because without any explanation, because she's as in, to why or how, because she's in it. That's why. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And she was right. She was. She was a. Uh, astronaut captain in the Martian. Um, <laughs> That's true. She was. I I liked that they brought the space aspect into it instead of completely ignoring it, like X Men Last Stand. Um, they could have done more, but that was cool. Um, Quicksilver is always fun, and I like how he took credit for the astronaut saving and said Gene did a little, but I did the most. Uh, he's always fun. Um, they sure didn't know what to do with him, though. No, because, again, they were moving on to other characters, really. He kind of got relegated to the side again. Or for the mm-hmm. first time. He was Professor time. X'd. Right, right. Um, and then, kind of out of nowhere, they brought out this this angry Xavier. Uh, egotistical, angry Xavier character. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't mind that, actually. That was one thing I did kind of enjoy. I mean, the ego part made sense because now they're heroes with a, <laughs> a comically uh, Batman-esque X-phone on the president's <laughs> desk. <laughs> uh, I laughed out loud in the theater when I saw that. Like, what? Uh, but we're at a point where they're celebrities now and the, the world knows that these there's these heroes so much so that when they, the Blackbird takes off to go to space, everybody's watching it and they're ooing and eyeing and all these things. Mm. Um, I liked that, that they're kind of accepted now and mutants aren't looked at as, as horrible things. Yeah, I like that too. Um, and then it just completely turns on them when Gene loses control. Um, and they, I mean, so far so that he disconnects the X phone. Oh, hangs up on Xavier. Xavier. (laughs) Um, have you seen it, Kyle? I have not. Okay, yeah. so no spoilers. Though. Yeah, we're not giving away much. Um, I don't, I don't think. Uh, but I knew this was the end of the this this cast, and I really enjoy this cast. Um, I'd like to see this cast move on, especially I got, Storm got a lot of moments to shine in this movie, and I thought she kicked a lot of butt. Um, I like Storm, so. Uh, and they didn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say this without spoiling it for Kyle. Uh, I'm comparing it to The Last Stand a lot, where they just started killing people. Um, they didn't do that. They, they did the one that they were contracted, contractually obligated to do because she said she doesn't want to do anymore. Um, she mm-hmm. said she would do this one if it was her last one. So that's why it's in the trailers and all that. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't care that that got spoiled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's not a great, it's not a great movie by any means, but I, I liked it. Well, I'm glad that you liked it, Dave. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what, do we want to talk about the future of the X-Men, or should we just move on? 
don't know. We just we have dark or dark X. What what's it called? Dark Phoenix. Dark. No. We have new mutants. Oh, new mutants. New mutants. Yeah, yeah. Which we don't that's know where coming that's coming out next year. Yeah, we don't know where that could end up on Hulu for all we know. Yeah, uh, I was I from from the moment that one was announced, I was like, all right, that's interesting. I'll yeah. take that because I was pretty much done with X Men after Last Stand, and then I got back in with First Class, mm-hmm. and then I was done with it at Apocalypse, and then I was back in at Logan, and uh, but just for Logan. And the new mutants, and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So, like, I'm still excited to see that because it feels like they're doing something different. This then, was another by the numbers X Men movie. Then there was that eight hour uh, conversation you had with me when you got super excited when they announced Gambit. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm right there with you. <laughs> we are. Right. Oh, yeah. I would love to see a Gambit movie. <laughs> I'd be down for that, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. You know uh, what it would have to be? Marvel uh, MCU would have to introduce. A version of the X-Men and Gambit would have to stand out, be mm-hmm. in the cast and stand out above the rest, and then he might get a movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's not going to happen now anymore. Um, but there was really nothing that pushed for a Gambit movie before because the Gambit, the version of Gambit in X-Men Origins was not received well. Well, they, yeah, they, as you said, did him wrong. Did him dirty. Yeah, they did him wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not... Not good at all, and I don't blame the actor for it. I like Taylor Kitsch, um, but yeah, that 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 whole story was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there was there was really nothing pushing for it, but it kind of fell within that category of Fox saying, "Well, let's do some unique and interesting mm-hmm. takes on characters, people, you know, characters people wouldn't expect, like a solo Kitty Pride movie, that multiple man movie or TV show." I was really interested in. <laughs> yeah gambit i was interested in you know just doing something unique and different not another wolverine thing stay away from that right right. Um, not another team movie just uh let's let's go individual basis and see what we can do because we can get a heist movie out of gambit we can get this out of this and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah could it could there's uh, potential and the the producer laura schuler donner uh is a huge gambit fan so that's why she kept pushing for gambit in the movies and mm-hmm. I feel like when they keep trying to force him in there, they keep ruining it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, his name shows up in X two, and they were he was originally in the script for X three, mm-hmm. um, and all all this crap. And yeah, so I feel like regardless of how you feel about it, Dave, that you liked it, you still at least acknowledge that it wasn't a good movie. You just liked it despite it being a bad movie, right? Uh, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's not great. I, I think it's an uh-huh. enjoy. I think it's an enjoyable time at the theater. Okay, well, the, so so then let's say, regardless of how you feel, at the very least, the the um, critical and commercial and uh, um, average Joe reaction has been negative. It's not making money. Critics tore it to shreds, and even fans of you know just just casual moviegoers are like, oh, I don't know about that. So the reception to it is not is not great across the board. Which I think cements the fact that Simon Kinberg needs to stay away from these well, movies. He, he even said that it was, you can blame me for this. Yeah, I read, good. I, I saw that article. I that do. He's like, I'm taking the blame for this one. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone should. He's, he, he's, he's been an executive producer and writer for some of the worst X-Men movies that have ever come out. And then for some reason he gets a director gig. Like... If he was, what's what's the term they use? Piggybacking on, damn it, I'm going to forget what it is. But anyway, it's essentially, he's a bullet dodger. 
He's always been like, oh, I wanted to do this. This movie wasn't good, but I wanted to do this instead. Or I wanted to take it in this direction, and the studio went this direction or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he's been a bullet dodger for years. And now, finally, we see his work from his mind, and it's crap. At least the reaction to it is crap. It's a lot like what happened with Josh Trank and Fan Forstick. He kept on saying, yeah, this isn't my film. There was a lot more to this. It was the studio. And then he disappeared. Yep. He, like, face of the earth disappeared. Yeah, I think the same with David Goyer. David Goyer was was a writer for some decent stuff, but also some really bad stuff. And then he got to be director for Blade 3, and that movie turned out to be crap. And then, then you can go, well, then actually you aren't as good as we thought you were. Mm-hmm. Wait, or wait. as you say you are. Ryan Reynolds made a bad movie? Yeah, he yeah. sure did. He wasn't bad in it. That's That's when he got all buff. <laughs> that is god that's a good looking dude i wish i looked like that <laughs> um real quick uh oh, i had this in here the good place announced that the fourth season will be their final season um which is a good thing and a bad thing it'll be bad because it's not on my tv anymore but a good thing because they know when they want to end and they're ending on their terms which is always a good thing agreed um they know that they have content for the fourth season and they could keep writing but they know that it won't be as good Mm-hmm. So I'll take it's it. Bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did watch Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. Fantastic movie. Um, is, is that the one that has Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, who cares? Yes, it does. Who cares? <laughs> it's not his movie. Yes, um, it does. I'm not saying that it's his movie. It's the one thing that I can remember from the trailers. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. a dick in it, and he gets what he deserves. <laughs> he's awesome in it. <laughs> he gets punched <laughs> in the face, and then the guy writes a rap about it. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, I love it. That whole that whole bit when he's fighting that when he's fighting the one dude, um, Randall Park. Yeah. He's fighting Randall Park, and then he gets pushed off, and his girlfriend Sasha's like, "What's your problem, Keanu?" And he stands up, and he starts like karate fighting the air. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I don't have a problem. What's your problem, Sasha? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, I'm Keanu'd out. I can't take it anymore. Um, <laughs> I just can't. Uh, it was a good movie. I really liked it. And the fact Me that too. the two stars wrote it is, makes it even better. So, um, Very good. Very sweet movie. Uh, it was very sad in the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. They, they hit you hard real quick. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you on that one, Dave. Um, and E3. Anything from E3 you guys want to talk about? Oh, I'll wait. I'll go last. Uh... <laughs> I mean, Project Scarlet for Xbox sounds interesting. Got to wait to see what that price is. I'm I'm glad that Halo Infinite is a launch title for it. I will still get the the game because it'll be backwards compatible on all the other Xboxes. Uh, but I, I'm super sad that Xbox was the first thing we brought up here. I'm so disappointed right now. Well, that's because Sony didn't do shit I don't, at E3. They did enough for me. I don't know. Um, other than that, what else? Yeah, this uh, E3 this year seemed like a to me seemed lackluster. Oh boy, I disagree. This actually works perfect because because <laughs> Kyle can talk about Xbox, you can talk about Sony, and I'll talk about Nintendo. There wow. we go. Um, and and we'll and we'll throw in some things if there's anything that 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 we're interested in, yeah. which I have nothing for Xbox. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Um. I know this is a thing with all the other gaming consoles and gaming uh, pads that everyone else has internal batteries, but 
the Elite controller for Xbox is finally getting that, along with Bluetooth support and customization, and it's 180 bucks, and I'll probably buy it. So, yay me, and spending more money on stuff that I probably shouldn't. Yay, Kyle! Um, but yeah, I probably won't buy Project Scarlet right away. I'll wait maybe a year or two, because that's what I did with the Xbox One X. So it's not it's not high on my list, and I don't game as much as I want to. But and now for you PlayStation Four people, I own I have a PlayStation Four. I just don't play it as much. I don't. I have three games for it. I have Spider Man, uh, Last of Us Remastered, and Final Fantasy Twelve and Twelve Two. Yeah, and I'd say those three games are better than any on Xbox, but... Uh, uh must be 10 and 10 too. That must... That's it. See? Those are those are good games to have on the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. Yeah. I think... I think, uh... Spider-Man is probably the better of them, but that's just me. That's a great game. Uh, so, Dave, go ahead with your PlayStation. I don't really want to talk about PlayStation. I want to talk about the games I was interested in. I don't care about the systems or the consoles. I was more interested. Well, no, no. The game wise, it's PlayStation esque for you. I I don't know if that's strictly PlayStation or not. I I wasn't paying close attention, but let's talk Sony, Dave. (laughs) That's all I got. I got nothing. I was more interested in the game announcements than I was in the console separation. Uh, It's like I didn't even hear about the Scarlet thing. So right. Right, that's uh, what I'm saying. Let's talk Sony. What do you got? They weren't there. <laughs> oh, 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 no. I don't really care. Never there. I've bought more <laughs> Nintendo Switch games this in the past year than I've bought PlayStation games ever. So What a bunch of idiots. I can't believe Sony skipped E3 entirely. What a bunch of morons. Oh, wait. Wait for what? Talking, I'm talking like because Nintendo never goes to it either. Well, no, but they have presentations. Right. They, have, they bring something to it. And also, they were there because they had yeah. um, they had Nintendo Treehouse, and then they mm-hmm. had the, um, you could play the demos there. So they were they were there. Yeah, I watched Mike Shinoda play a lot of Nintendo games on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just don't do a live presentation. They do the Nintendo Direct. And there was the Star Wars thing. They had, that had a little uh, a huge... Yeah, the Jedi Order. Fall right, Order. Right. Thank you. Uh, EA had a big uh, thing there. That's what I watched on Thursday or Friday or whatever it was. Uh, you know what's crazy is I was really excited for that game, although I mentioned before I'm not super psyched about the the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gameplay didn't interest me at all. Hmm. I was pretty bummed because I watched the whole like 15-minute video of mm-hmm. gameplay. And I was like, I don't want to do any of that. That looks kind of boring to me. So I was, I was explaining this. I was explaining... Uh, Jedi Fallen Order to my friend and I'm like huh this sounds exactly like the Force Unleashed in terms of gameplay yeah I think you should just skip it no you gotta get it for the story are you kidding me it's it's canon story it's canon, canon story, story. For, so... Forrest Whitaker's in it I like that yeah. is he that did not sound like Forrest Whitaker that was Forrest that Whitaker was Forrest Whitaker yeah oh well no I'm I'm still gonna buy it because it's Star Wars but to him it's like oh that's Force Force Unleashed, I might have to pass on it. it yeah, it's one of the ones I'll wait for the reviews for. If they say one of the best games of the year, then I'll pick it up. But the gameplay, what the, the the gameplay didn't convince me that it was something I wanted to see. I was more interested when they released the first cinematic video of it. All right, that's that's like the only thing I saw that wasn't 
strict. Well, I mean, of course, the Final Fantasy VII remake, which isn't strictly Sony, but uh, where I, Enix? It, yeah, right. It it looks dope, and I never use the word dope. So, um, <laughs> uh, much hype. I don't use that word either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I'm already playing through it on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, again, and I can't wait to play through it again in the remastered version, which made me cry. Uh, it looks so cool, and I guess oh, it looks great. I guess there's going to be a deeper story for several characters like Aerith and uh, other things. So, uh, somebody was trying to tell me that it's coming out episodically. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I hope not. I haven't heard anything about that, so I'm hoping it just comes out and we're there. We go. Yep, the game's out. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I like that you can switch between the characters while you're fighting. I think that's really cool. Yes, yes. The fighting style looks much more updated. Obviously, this mm-hmm. you know, Final Fantasy Kevin Final Fantasy Seven came out in the late '90s, so uh, mm-hmm. you know it was restricted to PlayStation mechanics and things like that. So I, I can't wait. I love Final Fantasy. It's, it's definitely an enhanced Final Fantasy 15. Is that what? It, okay. Yeah. 15, you had to free roam around the world and you would attack. I mean, I think it started with 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it, I played 15. I, ne- I never played 12. Okay. Um, I bought... But it uh, definitely looks like 15 to me. Yeah, I played a lot of 15. I never... I, I should go back and finish it. But yeah, I, uh, I, I bought the most recent stuff that they put on the Switch. So I've got X and X2 remastered. <laughs> and then I've got... Uh, what did they put out? 12, I think? 9 and 7 and... 12 yeah so i've got all those and then of course see my my thing is i think i'm just gonna keep buying switch games because versions that i could get for the ps4 i'm just gonna get on the switch because i could take it with me wherever i go i don't have to worry about my console being in the living room i can you know my roommate could play whatever he wants and i could just sit there or go in my room on my tv and play final fantasy oh i totally hear you i if it weren't I still like to play certain games on a PS4. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to play, like, an, let's say, Overwatch, I want to play that on a PS4, not on a Switch. Or if I'm going to play um, Spider-Man or The Last of Us, I mean, I don't think those would be on the Switch. But, you know, for not not just console exclusives, but the majority of the games that aren't strictly Nintendo, yeah, third-party games, I would rather play on a PS4 than on the Switch. Well, my, but yeah. that's because my I'd hus- like to use the PS4 controller and the graphics are going to be better. Sure, you see, that's my hesitation, is the graphics. And I remember when the first WWE game came out for the Switch, it was so awful compared to the PlayStation 4. Like the, There were so many glitches and just, just big mistakes, and I think they rushed it to get it out to have it for the Switch. Um, and I think the most recent one was better. But yeah, when it comes to like the the higher powered games like these ones that are gonna have like you know the God of Wars or you know whatever it is uh, like you're saying um, Last of Us or Spider Man or whatever uh, it, it's gonna probably look better on not probably it's gonna look better on a PS4 than the Switch mm-hmm. yeah for sure so yeah I mean I'm still thinking about it maybe I'll get it for both I, I doubt it <laughs> I pretty much committed to buying Final Fantasy VII whenever they release it because it's my favorite mm-hmm. Final Fantasy game but um. But yeah. Uh, also, um, real quick before you jump into your Nintendo stuff, I started mm-hmm. playing uh, Cadence of Hyrule, and I can't stop playing it. That game is addicting. I've heard really good things about it. It's so addicting and fun, and it's in the the realm of Link to the Past as far as the appearance, and that's my favorite Zelda game, and it hits me on every level. I just gotta sit down and start playing it. Um, I'm more addicted to Final Fantasy VII right now, but oh, 
I, I bought it right away. I, I watched somebody play it on Twitch, and I'm like, yep, this is my game. This is my jam right here. I never played <laughs> I never played the game that it came from. Um, do you know what it's called, Johnny? Something Necrodancer? Was the Man, orig- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Something about the Necrodancer. It's the original game developed by some indie, indie group, and then they got the rights to do it, uh, a Zelda version, so... Uh, it's, it's real cool. I know they announced some of it at E3 and before that, but yeah, it was cool. All right, go ahead, Johnny. What did Nintendo have to say? Uh, well, I got one thing to say with the Square Enix stuff. I'm really excited for the Final Fantasy VIII remaster. Oh yeah. That's what I forgot to say. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII. I'm really, really pumped for that. That's my second favorite Final Fantasy game. First nine, then eight, then 10. I used to just sit and watch the opening cinematic cinematic for Final Fantasy VIII when that first came out. I'm like, it doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really good for the time. Yeah, it was. It was really good. So I'm really, really excited for it. Um, uh, so excited that I got Final Fantasy IX on the Switch, even though I have it on the PS4 because mm-hmm. I want to play through the Final Fantasy IX game again. And I don't want to start a new save on the PS4, so I'm going to play on the Switch. Also, I don't have my PS4. So. Nine, nine is where they kind of went back to like the animated guys, right? Like they look more cartoony? More cartoony, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah nine's my favorite. Oh, um, interesting. And I, and I really like it. So I just uh, I just got it actually earlier today. And I started playing through it a little bit before we recorded, and uh, I'm I'm greatly anticipating eight. Nine is one I don't think I ever played. I skipped right to ten. So I have it now, so I can play it. But I'm gonna play seven yeah. first. Yeah. You should try it out, man. It's super fun. I intend to. RPGs okay. are my thing. But uh, but truly, Final Fantasy VIII is like the one I've been waiting for for the longest time, ever since they started doing the remasters. So nice. I'm really excited for that. As far as Nintendo, well, let's see. Their direct opened with. Uh, the next DLC character for Smash Brothers, which for me isn't isn't a super big deal because I'm not familiar with the character, but I do know that the franchise uh, he's from is huge in Japan That's and it's growing in Fire in Emblem, the right? Yeah, Fire Emblem. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's a Dragon <laughs> Quest character. Oh, okay. Dragon yeah, Dragon, Dragon Quest, Quest is huge like in Japan, like Dragon Quest like Origins, that game that came out like a few years ago. Uh, they just released another one, Dragon Quest XI something. Um, okay. But it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And that's been like, you know, they do they do these unofficial po- polls online. And uh, and in Japan, Dragon Quest has been like one of the top most requested characters for years. So Interesting. Uh, also another third-party character for DLC for Smash Brothers. So while I'm not, while I wasn't blown away and I kind of expected it, mm-hmm. um, I'm really happy for the people who are big Dragon Quest fans that they're going to get their characters in fact it's not just one character it's well it is one character but there's four skins and it's four of the different protagonists from the different series Hmm. um the most recent one the uh number three i think which is the Erdrick, and then eight and something else eight and nine i can't remember but uh but anyway you can play as the different skins and he looks really interesting so i'm really happy for for smash fans who who like dragon quest that are greatly anticipating the the character especially our friends overseas I swear who i watched their reactions to it and they blew up when it was dragon quest i swear to god i played dragon quest a version of it maybe there's dragon quest builders uh, i'm wrong i like i just looked it up i'm very wrong okay oh okay <laughs> i'm thinking of so anyway else. there was that was in there um a bunch of stuff for games that i'll probably check out but but didn't hold a lot of my attention mm-hmm. um there's the and I'm not gonna remember any of the titles, but there's the one where you play as like the police guys in robot suits. Um, I know there's Damon X Machina, 
which uh, which a lot of people are really anticipating, even though I heard the demo was super crap. Hmm. Um, can, I, and, can, I say, uh, can I say the Nintendo one I'm excited for, and it comes out in for, less than a week? For, or less yeah. than two weeks? Mario Maker 2. That's right. Oh, yep. my God. Information I, on that. I cannot wait. I watched the playthrough. I just cannot wait to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Mario. I can't play games like that. There's too no? much to do. Oh, okay. Okay. And I get overwhelmed with all the things I would want to add or do to it, Shit. which is one reason why... why I'm not a level maker. Final Fantasy games are unique to me because there's so much to do, and normally I'm, I'm the completionist. I need to do everything. So, mm-hmm. like, the Final Fantasy games take me months yeah. To be because I do everything. Breath of the Wild's got to be driving you nuts. Yeah. You, you know what? <laughs> I ended up, uh, when I I finished the game and got into the New Game Plus or whatever, um, I can't remember what it's called. Maybe it's not New Game Plus. Not the, where you restart it. The but... DLC stuff? Master no, 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 no. I haven't oh, any of oh, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yes, yes. Okay. Master like, Quest? once you beat it, it's uh, maybe... Like, once you beat it, then you can just go back into the game right before you beat the game, but have all the stuff that you had before, and you just finish out everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got to that point and started getting Korok seeds, and I got about 400 Korok seeds, and I was like, I'm going to kill myself, because there's 500 more to get. <laughs> and, uh, and I ended up selling the game to GameStop, because I just never really played it. And then recently, after a certain announcement, I went mm. and picked it up again. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, 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 I thought I things. saw you on Switch playing it yesterday. Yep. Yeah, I picked yeah. it up yesterday. There you go. Yeah, I gotta go back. I've never finished Breath of the Wild. I need to get sit down and, and beat it. Um, I think I've got two of the 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 beasts. Um, I got lots to do, but I just need to sit okay. down, sit down and play it. I kind of want to just start over and play it again, mm-hmm. but I like all the stuff that I have. Oh, sure. I've uh, I'm like so far with all the all the items and money and clothing and weapons that I don't know maybe I will maybe I will just I mean it's not gonna hurt anything but the problem is I think it deletes your save I don't think you can have two saves oh that's a good question I'm not sure I know when the DLC stuff came out and you could find all the DLC armor I did that like right away even though I hadn't beaten the game <laughs> so yeah I should do that before I restart a new game is do the DLC yeah There's some good um, stuff yeah I but just... speaking of there was an announcement of uh, Breath of the Wild sequel mm-hmm. is in development, which means it's like three years away. Right. <laughs> Plenty of time. <laughs> but, man, I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I jumped on. That's like the first video I watched from E3 that day. Like, I saw, I heard about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this right now. And it did not disappoint. Yeah, I like that it's in the same style. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it's in the same world. It but is. if not, it makes the most sense for them to do a sequel instead of a whole new game because all the assets are still available from the original. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's going to cut development time down <clears throat> by a lot, already having that available to you, which is one of the reasons why Smash Ultimate came out so soon after Smash 4 because they could just bring the Smash 4 stuff over, they port it over, and then build it up. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of Smash, you guys, speaking of Smash Brothers... Probably the hypest, most dope reveal, Dave. You'll like this. Fucking Banjo Kazooie is DLC in Smash Brothers. He's coming out in the fall. I don't like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> I don't know why you thought I would like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what led you. I was talking about saying hype and dope. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I missed Banjo-Kazooie, that. Banjo <laughs> Kazooie, you guys. Oh my god, it's a dream come true. 
This is, is so incredible. Uh, yes, it's amazing because their games, their first two games, Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, were on the Nintendo 64, and then Rare was bought out by Microsoft, mm-hmm. and then they made that crappy nuts and bolts game that nobody likes. And if you do like it, you're a bad person in your heart, and nobody likes you at all. When is when is um, my question is when are the Ratchet and Clank going to make it into a Smash Brothers game? They don't deserve it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what about Earthworm Jim? <laughs> I'd be down for Earthworm Jim. I would, too. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd be all right with Earthworm <laughs> Jim. I don't want to see Ratchet and Clank, honestly. Yeah, I was just joking. <laughs> um, but, uh, but again, this is, a, this is huge because a lot of people have wanted – I mean, everybody. Not every single person, mm-hmm. but everybody has wanted <laughs> Banjo in the game. And, in fact, when he was still part of Nintendo's family when his games came out, there was talk about him being in one of the Smash Brothers, either Melee – yeah, it must have been Melee, or, or or whichever one was going to come after it. But then Rare was bought out, and then he was a third-party character. And de- deals just never happened. I mean, who knows who knows why it took this long for him to get in. But mm-hmm. this is huge for a couple reasons. One, Banjo's in Smash, and that's so cool. That's amazing. You can never take it Two, away. Two, what's that? You can never take that away. That's right. You can't take it away. He's been he's officially confirmed for Smash Ultimate. That's right. Boy, what a bummer it would be if tomorrow they say plans fell through and we have to scrap it. <laughs> right, right. That, that would suck. <laughs> but the other big thing is that with Microsoft and Nintendo being so friendly lately, this and and Banjo being in Smash, and historically speaking, when third party characters get into Smash Brothers, it's it's a boost to their to their popularity. So they get re releases and mm. remasters of their games and. And stuff like that. And so this opens up the possibility of Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie appearing on the Switch in some form. Whether that's through Xbox Live and then the Xbox Game Pass or whatever that is. That could happen. Um, Or potential for a sequel down the road. Although I think it makes more sense to re-release 1 and 2 and then see the reaction to it. And then maybe plan for another game. But this just opens the door to a future for Banjo-Kazooie in the video game world. And that's amazing. There you go. I mean, Switch has already opened the door to Leisure Suit Larry being on their on their uh, console. So, uh, yeah, it's Leisure Suit Larry. Anything can happen. So now there's two DLC characters left to to guess for. Oh, really? Smash. Yep, because there, there have been three. There was Joker, who who in my opinion kind of represents PlayStation because his his game was Persona Five and it was a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's the Sony rep. And then there's well, what Dragon about, Quest. Uh, Cloud. Um, Cloud is Square Enix. Cloud is actually on Switch now. Okay. Final Fantasy okay. Seven. Come on, man. Yeah, but when but when he was a when he, when was, he was playable when he yes, was announced, right, there was right. no Final Fantasy Seven on Switch. You're right. 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 Yeah. But that was a Square Enix rep. Okay. Um, so I consider Joker the Sony, the Sony rep. Uh, and then there's Dragon Quest, which <clears> is Square <throat> Enix. So there there are now two Square Enix characters, and actually the company that makes Persona is owned by Sega. So now Sonic and Joker are both the two Sega characters. And then Banjo-Kazooie is Microsoft. So the next two characters could be anybody. And there's been, you know, obviously a lot of people have their favorites. And I have a couple that I'd like to see. But I feel like one for sure should make it in. I feel like either the next character or the last character announced to be DLC should be Doom Guy from the Doom series. I think he's a staple of gaming history. Not Duke Nukem? Nope, not Duke Nukem. <laughs> no, Max Payne. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Max Payne. Yeah. Turok? 
Yeah, Turok. <laughs> Turok would be cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Doom Guy from from the Doom series is like the most deserving. And then, uh, and then obviously the rest of the character. You know, any any other character I would guess after that would Master one Chief. would be just ones I want to see. Yeah, people have said Master Chief, but fuck Master Chief. I agree. Wow. I agree with that assessment. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Plus, Microsoft now has Banjo. They don't need anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Halo's played out, man. It is. It is. And it's not like it changed the gaming world, no. in my opinion. GoldenEye started that. GoldenEye started first-person shooters. And so James Bond should get a spot. <laughs> and it's the first-person shooter view? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, whole, the whole time. <laughs> so you got to play it split-screen. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, I was playing... Uh, I, I do the Nintendo app on the Switch so you can play the retro games, and I beat Mario mm-hmm. 3 last night. It was quite the accomplishment. Well, congratulations. Quite the uh, flashback accomplishment, I should say. <laughs> took me Very back. Cool. Took me okay, back. I've got a question for both well, for all of us, I guess. Okay. Are do either of you find it um lackluster that we don't have like a virtual console on the Switch yet? You Yes. No, no, cuz I kind of do with the app with the uh Right, but it's only Right, NES. but that's only from NES. No, so I'm... so far Right, but we—I mean, like with the Wii U, it had Virtual Console for Johnny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and that's all you need. Game Boy games and 64 games. They did okay. Now yeah. they're missing GameCube games. Don't need those either. I think we need them. GameCube is the worst. Yeah, I, I think we do. I think we I, yeah, because we I would. Agree. N64 games and GameCube games are needed on the Switch. You, no. Uh, I think it's a matter of time. I think it's all coming. I th- Yeah, at, at some point. I would hope at some point. Especially not... with consoles looking like they're going the direction of digital. Right. Mm-hmm. right. If but everything's the... going to be digital, then you're only shooting yourself in the foot by not putting GameCube and N64 games in your in a virtual library that you can buy a subscription to. Or even... Especially if they're, if they're owned by you. Or not even the, the company. Yeah, or, exactly. Or even Super Nintendo. I mean, you look at a lot of the games that are being made by the indie companies, they all have a Super Nintendo retro feel to them, mm. and they're selling very well. So, yeah, it only makes sense that they would release their own games on their console. Yeah, there are, like, no games for the NES or SNES that I would, like, mm. go crazy over being available. So the So the NES for Switch Online doesn't interest me. Uh, but if they started putting N64 and GameCube games, because that's when I really started getting into gaming, that's my that's where my uh, nostalgia would take over, and I'd want it. Like I'd want Smash, Smash Brothers, and Smash Melee, of you know, to play. I wouldn't right. play them often, but I just like to have them, and they'd be part of my collection. Right, and that's I mean that's what it is with the NES app for me. It's, again, it's of course it's nostalgia. That was my first console, and Super Nintendo is my favorite console. Uh, probably of all time, and for me, yeah, it's all nostalgia, and I want that link to the past port badly. Um, <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh, but at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't sit there and play just Nintendo. It's you know, I need a break from Final Fantasy or whatever, Breath of the Wild or whatever I'm playing on the Switch. I jump in and I just do a couple levels on Mario, or I'll play Zelda, or I'll throw some Punch Out. Uh, you know, just to just to chill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think eventually a generational thing is going to happen, and they're going to realize that all the people who like NES and SNES stuff is is a is a smaller group than who would appreciate and spend money on N sixty four and GameCube games. Well, that's another thing. They're not making money on the Nintendo app other than the online service. So you only mm-hmm. get you only get that when you sign up for online. And if you're signing up for online, most of the people these days don't care about the Nintendo app or the Nintendo right. thing, the NES thing. Which yeah, I agree. That's, but that's why I said if you create a subscription, oh, I'm sorry, you buy missed, a monthly subscription I or part. a yearly subscription or whatever, and you mm-hmm. can play the NES, SNES, uh, N64, GameCube, and then Game Boy games. Right. I mean, it's that, been a, it's been a slow release too. They do like two editions a month. They add two games a month, yeah. so it's taken a long time to build the library there. Yeah. So it'll be nice, though. It, it, it is a bummer that they don't have anything like that when for Wii and Wii U, that was something that kind of showed up within a couple of years. Right? Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't console's life. Yeah, it wasn't instant. I remember because I had the Wii and I'm like, where are my where's this console thing? I was thought they were talking about and it wasn't there for a while. So I think it's going to be the same thing. But what we're three years into the Switch, two years. Mm-hmm. I think so, two years now. That's not two that's, and a half. That's not that bad. Yeah. I yeah. I guess we're coming up on three years this year. Yeah. Later, it was cold out when I waited in line. <laughs> that's all. Did I it remember. come out in November? I, I want to say yeah. It might have been fall ish. Because yeah, because I took it to L.A. with me, so it was October. Or no, I had just bought a new game for it. That's what it was. The Nintendo Switch released. Oh, wow, it's just over two years old. March 3rd of 2017. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense, because the LA trip was October 2017, so there we go. Just under, yeah, just coming up on three years this this coming spring. Cool beans. Uh, yeah, yeah, like nine months from now, yeah. or whatever. So, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're almost to three years, and we don't have a virtual console yet. That seems, I agree, Kyle, it seems odd. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they could be making money on something like that. But maybe it's in the works. I mean, honestly, I I, I would have expected SNES games on mm-hmm. a virtual console or on the Switch Online app to be announced at E3. And I'm a little surprised that it wasn't. Yeah. It would make it would it would have been I think show stealing. Uh as much as I love Super Nintendo, I don't think so. I think it would have been hype. I think a lot sure. of people would have been excited about it. Totally. I think that uh Banjo and Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild 2 are the two biggest mm. takeaways, at least in the States. The one thing I don't like anymore when you do these conventions like San Diego or E3 or whatever it is, and it's these press outlets, um, who won E3? Who cares? We did. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> Fans did. Like, I don't care if Sony had the best announcements. Can I play them now? No. Then I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that stuff that stuff annoys me. Like, who won San Diego Comic Con, Marvel or DC? Well, neither one of them are going to be there, so who cares? Yeah, it's one thing to have a conversation with your buddies yeah. and say, "Oh, Nintendo won because they announced the stuff that means the most to me." Right, right. But but to write an article about it is ridiculous. Yeah, because you can't quantify you can't you can't quantify that when you're talking with your buddies. It's all opinion. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. Anyway, that's just me griping. Kids today. Um, all right, I think that's all. I think we're gonna wrap up. That was that was a chock full episode of things we watched and played and such. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What uh, real so. real fast? What movie is left for this year that you're super stoked to see? Maybe the summer. 
Spider-Man? It's the only one I can think of. Spider-Man comes out pretty soon, a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Um, same week, yeah, like, same week as Stranger Things 3. What was that? The same week as Stranger Things 3. Oh, yeah. It'll be a busy week. Yeah, Dave, What what is uh, Spider-Man for us? I know on July 1st, but what time? I thought it was July 2nd. I don't know. I don't have my tickets in front of me. They're in my car. Well, then. Okay. It's not really important to the podcast, is it? Hey, you never know. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited for Spider-Man. Uh, it Chapter 2. Yeah, It Chapter 2, I'm really two, excited yeah. for that. I'm interested in that um, the Brad Pitt space movie, Ad Astra. Mm. Mm. That has me interested. The more I see it, the uh, more I want to see uh, the the uh, Quentin Tarantino new movie. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. The more yeah. the more trailers yeah. I see, I, I, the more I kind of want to see it. Just, be, just because of the performances. I'm kind of over Quentin Tarantino, but um, Leo and Brad Pitt look like they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I could, there, there are a couple other, I'm sure. Um, surprisingly, the next Jumanji movie. Because are they all um, back? Yeah, 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 they're all back. They're all coming. The whole cast is coming back. Um, surprisingly, the the most recent one, Welcome to the Jungle, like knocked my socks off. Mm-hmm. I thought that movie was hilarious and awesome mm-hmm. and good. So I'm really excited for the next one. Yeah, I like the first one. It was surprisingly good, as you said. Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yep, I want to see that. Off the dome, I remember that one. I can't remember. Yeah, it it chapter two is probably the one I'm looking forward to most right now. Yeah, same here. What about uh, Star Wars? That's still coming out this year. Oh yeah, that yeah, is this is. year. Yeah, that's on there. That's up there. Um, gonna need a trailer <laughs> coming up. <laughs> probably Comic Con. Probably. Yeah, yeah. when's Comic Con now? July seventeenth through the twentieth, something like that. 20th. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll is, get one in July. Is then. Disney D twenty three happening this year or is it next year? Because if it's happening this year, I don't think are doing one this year. No, I think it happens in the spring usually. So, okay. Yeah, I so. think they said. I I know that at some point we're gonna get Marvel movie announcements this year, though. Yeah. So that might not be at, at Comic Con, or it might be, or who knows? Because Spider Man's really the only official date one we have, right? Yeah. Um, we know dates of movies, but not the not movie the title. that's assigned to that date. Right, right, right. So, like, we know for sure there's a Black Widow movie. They're filming it. Um, we just don't know which one of the upcoming movies it will be. Probably the very next one. Yeah, yeah. I did hear all the the Twitter the Twitter guy that claims to know all about it. Um, yeah, the, the lineup, the rumored lineup, and the plot for Black Widow movie and all that. Pretty much everything that that Twitter guy said, I I had already figured mm-hmm. or had already been announced in some way like black panther 2 doctor strange 2 black widow guardians 3 the eternals shang chi those were all kind of known the ones that interested me most was uh were that if this is to be is if this is to be believed we have a thor 4 and the big one for me and an ant-man 3 mm-hmm. which i would love to see although i kind of feel like it's time for a new director because as much as I like Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2, I feel like Ant-Man 2, at the least, didn't perform the way Marvel would have liked. And if they have another one that performs the same or less, that might be the end of the Ant-Man movies. Sure. 
So it might be time to take it in a new direction. Gotcha. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe we'll do a speculative thing. Uh, Ooh. Oh. Of the of the ones that have been that we know for sure are coming out: Black Widow, Black Panther two, uh, Doctor Strange two, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Guardians three. Which one of those do you guys feel like you're most excited for? Uh, Guardians three. Doctor Strange two. Oh, I'm excited for Shang Chi. I am not. I'm not really into no. That. No. But I just want to see something new. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, the rest the rest of them are sequels or characters we've already seen. Sure, I have, I mean the Eternals, I have no interest in. Uh, again, it's I a, don't now, but new. I feel like when a trailer releases, I will. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's gonna be a wait and see type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I liked Iron Fist more than I thought I would, so maybe I'll like Shang Chi. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. All right, that's our show this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already or just tell a friend or rate review us on apple podcasts because that's how you're supposed to that's what you're supposed to say at the end of podcasts i've listened to enough of them to know that <laughs> you're supposed to say it oh and this podcast is brought to you by me undies um and <laughs> uh and the kindle and uh ebooks and sheets and home security systems brought to you by all of them code word atomic mountain dew um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it. You can uh, find us on social media at Atomic Geekdom on all the platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, convention season is, uh, the second half of convention season is starting up. Uh, Wizard World was in Philadelphia this past weekend. Uh, they'll be in Madison and Chicago before we know it. And uh, San Diego Comic Con is coming up and we'll be there again, whether it's me or Jenny or whoever. We'll be there. So... Subscribe to Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. You'll get to see all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but if you want to talk to us on a one-on-one basis or challenge somebody to some smashing, uh, Johnny, how That's can, me. how can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Wellens. And that's it for now. For now, there's some stuff in the works. Oh. So we'll see what happens in the future. He's got stuff. But uh, I guess early, early, early announcement. Be prepared for some news coming from the johnny side of things oh and that's coming up also don't forget any website when you go through the checkout enter promo code atomic 40 to get 87 percent off your purchase <laughs> of mountain dew products only <laughs> right with the mountain dew label <laughs> right, yeah, right trademark mountain dew it's got 87 percent off it's got to be a pepsi cola product that's uh, right uh kyle's so, social media crap uh twitter at cockroach 89 Talk to me there. Go watch his movie. Yes. He's not in it, but he helped produce it. I'm there, but I'm, I'm not seeing Right. When you watch it and you hear the voices, that's Kyle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He did that. He made that possible with the, the strength <laughs> the strength of his arms and shoulders. Anytime you hear science. someone shout from, from uh, down the street, look out, buddy! That's Kyle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You're, watch it, asshole! You did, that's Kyle. You did off-screen punch-up. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. All right, that's our show. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hey.